Hello, Seattle. This is Dr. Crazy Frame, and I'm listening to Smart Asses Radio with Johnny Video and Geek Goddess Jackie. Oh, for the love of God, my internet cut out. Roz! Holy podcast, Batman! Right, you are Robin to the Batcave! We've got to listen to Smart Asses Radio. Hurry, chump! Smart Asses Radio. This is madness! This is Smart Asses! Looking for more Smart Asses? Like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash smartasses.net. You can also find us on funnierdie.com at forward slash smartassesnet. And don't forget to follow us on Tumblr at smartassesnet.tumblr.com. Hey, Homer. Hey, Mo. Hey, Krusty. Bonnie. Sideshow Bob. What are you guys doing over there? We're listening to Smart Asses Radio. <laughs> yep. Sure are funny. I beg to differ. I find their sophomoric humor to be anemic at best. Don't put a sock in it. Yeah, well, we'll put a stick up your butt. <clears throat> to become a smartassaholic, check out our online magazine at smartasses.net for replays of our radio show's audio humor, pay-per-view predictions, the smartasses hot chick of the month, and official smartasses paraphernalia, as well as entertainment articles, videos, celebrity news, free sarcastic e-cards, geek culture, and one of the four largest annual top 100 sexiest women lists in the world. Smart Mark S's Radio. To interact with Smart S's Radio live on the air, follow us on Twitter and tweet your thoughts to the hosts at Smart S's Net using the hashtag AOJackie. 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 home from work here in the Western Hemisphere. Welcome to Smart Asses Radio. I am your host, not Mr. Work, but Johnny Hollywood Video, and with me once again is my personal Lord and Savior, the bona fide deity, Her Holiness, Geek Goddess Jackie. Jackie, how you doing? I am fabulous. And yourself? I am as peachy keen as peachy keen can be. It's pretty peachy. That is extremely peachy. <laughs> it, it, takes, it takes very little. Like my favorite thing, like lately, is um, like a camel on hump day. Just happy as a camel on hump day. Yeah. Speaking of taking very little to make me content, I think that you kind of owe me something from last week, and I think you know what I'm talking about. I owe you a good boy. You do owe me a good boy because I went on a rant talking about men who have a problem with female authority figures, right. and. 
and I think I, I should. I did not give you your deserved justification. That's the way I felt. Right. Yeah. Well, good boy, for sure. Thank- you know, I'm always proud of you when you go on rants of the untypical. Thank you very much. I am now grinning from ear to ear. So, see, it takes very little to keep me content. Uh, on that note, let's go ahead and get into some... Phony news with your smart ass's actions. Storm Doppler, Eyewitness 3000, News Scoop Team. It's now being widely reported that the National Security Agency appears to be collecting telephone records from tens of millions of Verizon customers. U.S. officials have responded by saying such information has been a critical tool in protecting the nation from terrorist threats to the United States, while Verizon customers nationwide are said to be seriously rethinking that share everything. (laughs) Can you hear me now? You you, You know, there's a little giggle at the end of the phony laugh that for the longest time, I actually thought it was you doing like a half, like a, a snicker. And then when you weren't on the show two weeks ago, I'm like, how is Jackie still laughing when she's not even here? But it, but kind of, kind of try and listen for it. There's like a little <laughs> at the end that sounds like it's you. Anyway, and you love how we just told all the fans that we don't really have a studio audience that laughs the same exact way every single time. <laughs> Uh, a spokesman for the Los Angeles City Attorney's Office says former Dodgers outfielder Milton Bradley faces up to seven and a half years in prison. When asked for comment, Bradley didn't respond to specifics, but did point out that perhaps his biggest mistake was forgetting that Monopoly was made by Parker Brothers and that Milton Bradley games don't come with get-out-of-jail-free cards. <laughs> so we all you, have one of those. Yeah, so uh, well, here's a good one. Uh, Walmart Stores Incorporated has published Simcoe Group's name on its list of prohibited suppliers and said that the clothing company was banned due to unauthorized subcontracting of an order to a factory called Tazreen Fashions, where 112 workers died in a fire last year. To make matters worse, Simcoe learned it had also lost an order from U.S. retailer JCPenney for 500,000 pairs of pajamas, which, in a case of full-circle irony, means exactly 500,000 less shoppers for Walmart. And that's a blessing to all. (laughs) Walmart late night, midnight shoppers just love their pajamas, don't they? Definitely somewhere to go if you're ever bored, for sure. Oh, they have all those internet memes of look at the people we found at Walmart. Those are are great. Terrible. Fabulous, but terrible for them. That's ridiculous. So here, here's one. Uh, in the ongoing barrage of backlash over the costume changes imposed in Zack Snyder's new Man of Steel Superman film, Henry Cavill talked about the costume to Jay Leno on the Tonight Show Thursday night. Leno pointed out how the new-look suit has done away with the traditional red underpants on the outside of the suit and added, it took Superman a while to realize, hey, on Earth, they wear them on the inside. As funny as that was... It reminded us of a little joke we made just three years ago in our little Justice League Idiots video spoof. And yes, yes, Jackie, I I remember, I remember. Couldn't we be concerning ourselves with the rift? Manhunter's right. We need to focus. And they say that I'm the detective. Since Superman wants to be Captain Obvious all of a sudden, maybe now's a good time to mention that your underwear go under your uniform. Four words, bat bitch. Look in a mirror. Superman is right. You run around in a children's Halloween costume. Speaking of children, you run around in shortalls made for a toddler. What are you, 
three. I guess you would know. Isn't that what you make the boy wonder wear when you bat sodomize him? That was below the belt. I guess you would know about below the belt when it comes to sodomizing the boy wonder. And there you go. Of course, the video goes on forever and ever and ever. But we made the joke first, and I would venture to bet that Jay Leno stole it from us, wouldn't wouldn't you? Without a doubt. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, here, let's just... <laughs> There we go. That just makes me feel better. Uh, contemporary sculptor Daniel Edwards, whose celebrity-inspired artwork includes a life-size nude of Britney Spears giving birth, unveiled his latest piece entitled L.A. Fertility on Wednesday, a life-size nude sculpture of the 32-year-old pregnant reality star Kim Kardashian. We're excited, exclaimed garage sales 10 years from now. <laughs> See that little... <laughs> really, really is disturbing. Uh, since the disastrous season 12 came to a merciful end last month, the casualties for American Idol continue as the show's producer, Nigel Lithgow, was terminated on Friday, and both Mariah Carey and Nicki Minaj confirmed last week that they'll be joining Randy Jackson by not returning to judges' singing competition next season. Beggared Idol producers are said to be in talks with William the Refrigerator Perry, Jose Canseco, Walter Mondale, some people who met Amy Winehouse at a party one time, and anyone who can do a reasonably good impersonation of a pissed-off British guy in an undershirt. Uh, following the revelation of recorded remarks in which he criticized Notre Dame, Roman Catholics, and the Southeastern Conference, Ohio State President Gordon Gee announced his retirement on Tuesday. Uh, Gee, whose success as a college president has often been overshadowed by verbal gaps, said last week, I am deeply sorry for the discomfort I caused, which was wholly unintentional. I want to apologize to all who were offended by my remarks and to our entire Ohio State family. He then added, monkey stink, banana sloop, pants go jumpy jump, pookie bear. <laughs> Which, that would be a verbal gaffe, I would think. Yes. <laughs> uh, and lastly, thank God, uh, the 32-year-old veteran IRS official involved in both an Internal Revenue Service Star Trek training video spoof apologized before a congressional hearing on Thursday, acknowledging that video parodies, fancy hotel suites, and other excesses funded by taxpayers should never have happened. It's embarrassing, and I apologize, said Ferris Fink, who played Mr. Spock in the now infamous IRS training video, which really begs the question, what's funnier, an IRS man named Fink, or that nobody wants you to live long and prosper more than the IRS? <laughs> so there you have Weekly phony news. So uh, on that note, uh, we'll, we'll go ahead and take our first commercial break. And then when we come back, oh, man, we're going to have our guest, our number 64, Sexiest Woman Alive from Smart Asses Magazine's 2013 Top 100 Sexiest Women list, actress and esteemed geek girl herself, Bridget Graham.
did you know you could advertise on SmartS's radio for as low as $5 a month? Visit SmartS's.net or SmartMarkRadio.com and click on the advertising link at the bottom of the page. Want to catch all of SmartMark Radio on your Android? Go to SmartMarkRadio.com and download our Android app for only $2.99. Want to keep up with SmartS's radio? Subscribe to our RSS feed on SmartMarkRadio.com. From the Enigma series comes the contemporary romantic trilogy by author Truth Devour. Wanton, the winner of the L.A. Book Festival romance category, is the first book in the trilogy that will get your heart pumping from the start. This is no ordinary love story. Its depth of range eloquently transitions moods from sexually electrifying to nostalgic to existential. An unforgettable journey which will leave you pleasurably aching for more. If it feels so good loving the wrong person, imagine how wonderful it's going to be when you love the right one. Now is your time. Truth Devour. www.truthdevour.com Ever heard of C.V. Robinson? Yeah, I haven't either, but he's got three books that he's published. The Apathetic Agnostic's Bible is the first one, The Apocalypse is the second, and finally Perpetually Pointless Prose. Each of the books are available on iBook, Amazon, Kobo, Google Play, and Barnes & Noble. So get them if you, like, you know, feel like it. I'm a geek in the band. Why, I'm an anime geek. <laughs> I'm a furry. I am a chatroom geek. I am a Marvel Comics geek. I am a DC Comics geek. I am an RPGG uh, role-playing game geek. Well, I'm a computer geek. Wiz. Geek. I'm a computer geek. I am a crossword puzzle geek. I'm a Harry Potter geek. I am a Dungeons and Dragons geek. I'm a video gamer geek, bro. Well, I don't know, but I think I'm a science fiction geek. Well, they asked me to be a Star Trek geek, and I made it so. Hey, I'm a World of Warcraft geek. Fuck at the moon. Whatever kind of geek you are, log on to smartasses.net all sorts of t-shirts, mugs, and other gifts for geeks. And by the way, Smartasses Gifts for Geeks is also the home of the 24 by 36 inch ultimate word search poster. And if you can't defeat it, I'ma laugh and call you a bitch. What's the matter, buddy? Kramer! Kramer! I have to buy my girlfriend a gift, and I've only got five dollars worth of loot! It, oh. Yeah, that is a problem. Oh! Do you believe this guy? Uh, what do I do? Yeah, you need to put on your thinking cap, buddy. <laughs> He sounds just like me, Jerry. What are you talking about? Oh, Johnny Video, baby. Come on, Newman. Think. He doesn't sound anything like you. Uh, I know. I'll get her a personalized celebrity voice impersonation greeting uh, from Johnny Video. Giddy up. Sorry, Jerry. I like him. He's terrible, George. He's terrible. Whoa. Someone's getting crabby. You need to eat more fruit. Plantains, Jerry. Plantains. My fellow Americans, you know, we are living in troubled economic times. So, I would highly suggest you order personalized $5 celebrity voice impersonation greetings from johnnyvideo.net for your next gift-giving event. I'm not President Barack Obama, and I approve this message. Do you want to learn free magic tricks that will astound your friends and perform illusions that will amaze your family? Then visit freemagictricksandillusions.com. There we offer you tips and advice that will turn you from an amateur to a professional money-making magician. Whether it's Copperfield, Blaine, Penn & Teller, Dynamo, Angel and the legend that is Paul Daniels, you have come to the right place. 
Here we have videos and books to turn you from an amateur to a professional magician, just like those we've already mentioned. Free Magic Tricks and Illusions is growing every day and will be the home of all your magical needs. So, what are you waiting for? Visit freemagictricksandillusions.com today. Hey, smart asses, it's the governor over here. When I'm not filming my movies or parking the maid, I'm sure as hell not putting my ear to the computer and listening to your show. Fuck you. And that horse should put the saddle on. I won't be back. Fuck all of you. To interact with Smartasses Radio live on the air, follow us on Twitter and tweet your thoughts to the hosts at SmartassesNet using the hashtag HailJackie. Smartasses Radio. Please wrap your drunken arms around me And I'll let you call me yours Give me what I want Then I'll give you what you like When you turn off the lights I get stars in my eyes Is this love? Maybe some day So don't turn on the lights I'll give you what you like To call in and talk to the hosts Dial 646-478-5863. Or click on the blue letter S to call in via Skype. The Smartasses Radio. All right, folks, welcome back to Smartasses Radio. Uh, she's a Canadian actress, model, singer, whom you know best from the independent short Annie, the hugely popular sci-fi original series Defiance, the viral video that received well over 10 million views if Diablo 3 were a girl, and she will be starring in the pilot episode of the CTV sitcom Satisfaction, airing June 24th. And that is the lovely Bridget Graham. Bridget, welcome to Smart Asses Radio. Hello, thanks for having me. <laughs> Absolutely. We we finally get to talk in person. I know, finally. I got after emails on Facebook and Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and we've been talking all hell for the better better part of a year now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. and uh go ahead. Oh no, sorry, <laughs> I don't know what I was gonna say. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, I was going to say, we, you and I got to know each other because of the last summer's interactive fan poll, uh, where the fans were able to nominate who should make our top 100 sexiest women list for the first time. And not only did you win a spot, uh, with, with the exception of uh, Yubin Kim, who is one of the Wonder Girls in South Korea, you, Bridget Graham, are the number one draw 
to our entire network of websites, which is like five different sites. And I'm going to tell you, that is with no no thanks to Google at all, I might add. That's amazing, dude. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh, you, cool. <laughs> you, you have knocked off uh, fellow sci-fi gal uh, Susan Slaughter uh, from Ghost Hunters. Uh, she was number one forever. Uh, oh, fellow really? Canadian. Mm-hmm. Fellow Canadian Marie Avgeropoulos, uh, and then, you know, not to mention the Rihannas, the Niobe Rivera's, and the Miley Cyrus's of the world. I mean, some of the most globally popular celebrity women of today. So, I mean, you just have a huge, huge fan base and a loyal fan base. Yeah, they're wonderful. I know, it's it's so crazy. Like, I, before last year, I didn't have, nobody knew who I was, and now I have all these lovely people who are really looking out for my career. Right. Yeah, I mean, like, I got to admit, you know, you remember I was like, dude, like, you're really cool, but I don't know who you are. <laughs> yeah, I'm not surprised. It'd be weird if you did. <laughs> right, I guess so. But I'm glad somebody knew you because, like, wow, what a perfect fit. But uh, so, uh, like, yeah. what, do you attri- what do you attribute it to? I mean, you know, you're obviously beautiful, but, I mean, you haven't really had, like, any breakout performance that makes you, like, a household name yet. So, like... What do you think it is that endears you to the fans so much? And and then after this, I'm going to go ahead and throw to Jackie. Um, I think, well, it started, like, most of them found me from the Diablo video, and uh, it was very, it's a video game, so it obviously has a big fan base, and especially the Diablo games. They're hugely popular. And um, so all of those fans watched that video, and I guess they, they assume, since I'm in that video, that I have a little bit of geek in me, which... I do, so I I think I just associate. Well, I think I um I really connect with these with these people who who watch the video. Right, right, Jackie. Let me go ahead and throw to you, hon. What was that? I said I'm throw. I'm, I'm, I said let me throw to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you cut out. Oh, okay. Um. So. Uh, <laughs> Take us through your history, Bridget. You started at age six as a course bear in Sleeping Beauty. Um, <laughs> yep, and obviously, got the entertainment bug. Um, since that time, you've been in countless other musical stage productions, learned to play the guitar, model, write your own music. Um, quickly walk us through uh, your pre-career. Um, well, I, I mean, I lived in I lived in Cambridge, Ontario, until I was thirteen. It's not a very big city and then after I was 13 I lived in Huntsville so what I could have done in Huntsville Ontario um, where there's I think maybe 20,000 people is very very limited it's there's community theater one one play a year and uh, I would do that play every year and I did the one in the next town over every year and anything anything at school and I would do the the singing cafes like the um, the performances at school and around the town and stuff. Um, but, the, like, that's really all I could do until I moved to a city, until I moved to Vancouver last year. And then I, I went to acting school there and got an agent and finally started doing some professional stuff. Uh, you had mentioned moving around a lot. You also lived um, in uh, British Columbia, too. Did you know? Yes. I, I only lived there for a year, um, and that was last year, and it was just it was really random. I... Uh, decided to go to school there for a six-month intensive course called VADA, and it was you know, like it was really wonderful. But it was just six months; it was really short. And then 
after that, I stayed there for another six months because I loved it so much. But it was right. too far from my family, so I came back. Yeah, that's never easy. Um, yeah, what definitely. Would you, what would you say um, was was better, Toronto or Vancouver? That's a, a lot of people ask me that, and that's a really difficult question. Um, I love them both for different reasons, but I think my personality fits more in Vancouver. I think people in Toronto are a little bit fast-paced. It's very, like, a, they call Toronto the, the New York of Canada, and they call Vancouver the California of Canada, and I think that's, oh, nice. that's very true. <laughs> um, so starting out, you've been in, like, a number of commercials, too, Um and the one that kind of jumped you off was the, what, Xbox Forza, right? Xbox Forza, yeah, yeah. That was really that was really fun to do. I'm really glad I got to do that. Did you uh, play the game? Um, no, I've never played the game, actually. I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't admit that. That's horrible. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I didn't know what it was when I, when I first uh, heard about it. I, um, when I first got the part, and it's, it's a driving game, and a lot of people really love it, so I, I need to try it as soon as I find the time. <laughs> I hear it's a hard one. Is it actually? Oh, then I won't be any good at it. Horrible at driving games. I don't even have my license in real life. <laughs> well, not only is it just a driving game, but you have to know, like, specs of your car and, like, your transmissions and all kinds of crazy stuff. It's definitely a little more intricate than your average racing game. Well, I think that makes it sound more interesting, like more. Right, and, and they are, are, but yeah, they just, uh, I, I think with those you spend more time actually fiddling with your car and blah, 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 than you do actually the fun, which is what I like, <laughs> is racing the cars. Yeah, <laughs> I don't okay. know that. <laughs> I'll have um, to try it. I'll have to try it before I make any opinions. <laughs> right, right. Um, so you seem to, to also have some uh, geek girl in your, you know, in you as well. I, I, we see you in, you know, photography with the glasses and the Avengers and Wonder Woman T-shirts and the viral <laughs> videos. And and uh, are you a nerd girl like me, or do you just play one on TV? No, no, I, I really, truly am. I didn't know that that was going to work out in my favor at all, but I, yeah, it's, uh, it's weird. It's, I've always gone to, like, the big anime convention here, like, Anime North. I go there every year, and I, uh, I love, I love comic books and video games, and I, I never thought that that would sort of tie into my, my career, my acting and music and modeling stuff that I do, but it just, it did randomly, (laughs) and I, I like that, because I, I can be myself, and people appreciate it. Nothing better than being yourself, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Uh, right. Well, it makes it a hell of a lot easier, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even though I'm an actress, I should want to play different characters. But right, right. Sometimes I just want to be honest and real. <laughs> and so you've also done some pretty extensive stage acting, from musicals to Shakespeare. Which would you prefer? Um. Oh, I couldn't pick. I mean, musicals is where I started and what I've really been doing. Um, but I did I did do a Shakespeare play, Twelfth Night, and I had I had so much fun and I the language is just incredible to me and I love speaking like that and it just makes you feel really really intelligent and artistic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so let me, sure. let me 
Let me jump in on that one. You're the second guest in the past three weeks. I, I don't think Bob Cooper probably ever played Shakespeare, but um, I, I don't know if you're familiar with uh, Benito Robledo, but um, she actually played the same character as you in Twelfth Night. You both played uh, Viola. Oh, really? Yeah. Viola, yeah. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah, it's a it's a cool character. Really yeah, fun. it is. And I and yeah. I'll tell you, I, I've been to maybe like. I don't know, like three Shakespeare in the parks in my life, and that was by far my favorite favorite of the three that I saw. Yeah, it's funny. It's very funny. I mean, it's, it took me a long time to realize it was funny because I had no idea what they were saying at first, but after <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> after seeing it a couple times and being in it, I, I realized that Shakespeare was a hilarious man. <laughs> right. Yeah, there's certainly a learning curve with Shakespeare. Like I've, I, you know, I don't know if I'm an ADD person or what, but it's very difficult for me to just sit down and read because I just get too antsy. And I've, I've yeah. tried so hard to read Shakespeare, and like, I understand it, but I just get so tired of like muddling oh through the stuff. <laughs> Yeah, muddling through all of it until I get it. You know, it's just like, you know what, I'm just going to watch the play of the movie. <laughs> be well, yeah, it. I know what you mean. And, like, that's, that's the thing, though. Shakespeare wasn't meant to be read. It was meant to be performed. And they have all their their actions and stuff that gives away the, the plot of the story. So when you watch it, it's way easier to understand. So I don't really like reading Shakespeare that much. I'd much rather see it being performed the way it was meant to be. Right. Um, but you still have to yeah. comprehend the script, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's wordy. It's it's really tough. It takes a lot of uh, a lot of time and careful thought. I don't know how the audience when we were performing it. I don't know how they understood it and laughed at the right points. I maybe they just guessed, but uh, it was. Well, <laughs> it's different when someone's playing it out for you because they know how to say the lines. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's that's the whole beauty of it. Like the and you know I think a lot of people are. are feeling like, you know, a little intelligent snobs, like, oh, I went to Shakespeare and I understood it, you know what I mean? But that's, I mean, yeah. that's tantamount to how good the actor's performance is, you know? And it's, yeah, again, it's, it. yeah, so, anyway, now back to you, Jackie. I, I just had one more question I was curious about. I know, you know, Johnny is a big, huge opera fan. Uh, do you have any interest in that, singing, uh, uh, anything? Do you enjoy opera? Do I enjoy opera? Mm-hmm. Oh, um, I've I've never. I mean, I like listening to it, but that's. I don't have a that's voice. That, yeah, that's, my, my voice couldn't do that. I wish that would be lovely, but I I can't. I um, I I respect people who do so much, though. But I mean, singing. I love singing, but more like rock, pop kind of stuff. Right. Rock pop folk maybe that kind of thing <laughs> yeah you you kind of do have to have like the particular voice for it i mean you've kind of done broadway type stuff but yeah. that doesn't necessarily translate into somebody that's going to be able to belt out opera too you know yeah yeah i don't but even you, think i necessarily have a broadway voice but uh i mean i <laughs> try and fake it <laughs> Right, right. Well, yeah, I don't know. But you've been in so many musicals. Like, um, what, what all have you been in? There was, uh, you were in, um, I, and this is just off the top of my head. There was, there was Wizard of Oz, um, mm-hmm. Susicle, um, and there's, 
one more big one that I'm I'm drawing a blank on right now. Um, I did uh, I did Peter Pan, but I was I I was just one of the Lost Boys. I was a little character. Um, what's one that I did a bigger role in? I was in Beauty and the Beast. I was one of the I was just one of the silly girls. Um, hmm. I don't know. I did so much. It's hard for me to remember. Right. But those are Broadway-esque plays, especially Susical, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. So oh, definitely. So you're probably pretty good at the Broadway thing, then. You're you're, you're being humble. Well, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I, a lot of people think my voice is more like folk jazz kind of kind of style, and it's it's not really. I I can't hit the notes sometimes, and it's not um it's not the big crazy belting voice like a lot of the Broadway people have, but it works for some characters. Like in Susical, I was playing um. Maisie, and she was this like sexy jazz bird, <laughs> so it just it worked out for her character, and that's kind of there's always there's always specific characters for specific people. So I would love to continue doing that Broadway style kind of stuff, um, even though I don't necessarily have like the uh, like the I don't know Belle from Beauty and the Beast voice or whatever. <laughs> right, right. Well, it, like. It, Go for in terms of like uh, well I mean because you've kind of already answered it in, in terms of like what would you prefer doing Broadway or film I mean obviously film's going to suit you better but what what do you enjoy going to watch more do you enjoy the the live action or do you enjoy watching watching films more Um, I'd say I'd enjoy the live action more I think it's it, there's always that excitement when you know that things couldn't go perfectly I don't know if that makes me a bad person but um it's just, <laughs> I don't know someone could mess up in films everything's so perfected and and produced and it, in musicals it's so it's random and anything could happen and these are people who are who are doing this right in front of you they're experiencing this right in front of you and I think there's something really magical about that and you see all their hard work as it's being done right i would agree yeah. with that I, I think the only thing i don't like about live performances whether it's you know broadway or opera or you know any type of is the fact that at the end of the show you and the audience you have to clap for what seems like a half an hour <laughs> yeah it's, <laughs> you're right it's ridiculous everyone's <laughs> no, 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 no! Not jealous at all. Like it's just like, all right, they did good. I'm tired of clapping. I just want to go home now. You know <laughs> that kind of thing. I know, you know what but, you mean. You know, I, I think, I just don't think anyone knows when to stop. I don't think, and there's always that person who keeps, um, who keeps clapping, and they keep everyone else clapping. Right. <laughs> Horribly well, confusing. It's that, and it's the procession of the people involved in it. You know, it's like at first the lead lady comes out and she bows like six times, and then the leading actor <laughs> comes out and oh, oh, we've got, we've got to got to applaud for him, and then you know the secondary and tertiary actors start coming out, and then then the, oh, then we've all got to hold hands and we've all got to take a bow together. Oh, well, we got to clap for that. Well, here's the director. Well, let's bring him out. And it's like Jesus Christ, let's get this over with. You know, <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, they should just clap everyone. Like, if you appreciate everybody's hard work, I don't think – you're right. You're right. I'm being a little bit facetious. I mean, you're right. I mean, so much hard work goes into that. But, 
I think the least we can do is clap for five minutes straight to, you know, just kind of even the scales out a little bit. But, you know, some people are But uh, anyway, um, I do want to talk about your music. And I, I watched some of your videos. And, the oh, my God, the first thing that was so, like, wonderful in my eyes was that you're, an, you're a big acoustic guitar gal. Um, and... The one video that really touched me was that you did the cover of the, the Vanessa Carlton song with the poor lighting. Um, and I, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to go on a limb here, and, and I'm going to say that Ani DeFranco has got to be an inspiration for you. No, I don't know who that is. Oh, my God. Dude, like, like first of all, I mean – She's about as good as it gets, like, in terms of playing the acoustic guitar. She's, like, right up there with, like, you may not know this name either, but Jose Gonzalez. I mean, when when Ani Franco plays the guitar, it sounds like three people playing acoustic guitar. So she's great. But but just the style of music and the way, you know, you made that – I'm going to sound like American Idol here – the way that you made that song your own um, – it felt like you were completely inspired by Ani DeFranco, just the way she sings, the way she hits the melodies, everything. And it was like, it was awesome. I'll have to look her up because she sounds like someone I'd definitely be interested in, but I've, yeah, I've, I've never heard of her. She's but very, she a, she's very, um, like, very, her message is very pro female. Um, from what I understand, she's a lesbian, so a lot of that is intertwined in her messages and her songs. And, and, okay. and you know, so I, and and that's the only thing that will get a little bit old for me. Because not that I have anything against it, but it's just like any topic that's beat to death, it's beat to death. You know what I mean? But but she is phenomenal on the guitar, and and just like I said, your singing style, like literally, like. She and probably if I even watched enough of your you doing your thing, I, I've been moved to tears before by it, and I could definitely see well, that happen. Like, it, yeah, I thought you were phenomenal. Thank you. Well, I mean, I've, eventually, I guess weirdly, that's kind of the goal to move people to tears. So uh, maybe eventually, when I get some recordings with some some good lighting and some sound quality, <laughs> I hope I can. I hope I can do that one day, but um, yeah, I'll, I'll have to look her up. Lighting <laughs> is such an issue too. Well, I mean, well, that one you could, I, I, you know, lighting's a big deal for you because you need to see what you're doing. But for those of us watching the video, it's like, dude, we can see it just fine. Like, you know what I mean? Like you were. You can see it here, isn't that the point? Pardon? Hearing is the most important point. She said. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Well, I mean. Oh. Sometimes some people are are really mean on my videos and are like, "Oh, I just muted it so I can watch you." <laughs> <laughs> I don't like them. I don't like them. Yeah. Right. They can do what they want. Okay. <laughs> That's not creepy at all or anything. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, who, so who would you say would be? Uh, I mean, who do you follow like musically? Then who would be an inspiration? Um. The. The artist who I've been following for the longest and I'm most passionate about is is uh, Light. She's a she probably she's a Canadian singer and I don't think her um, her fan base has moved much to to the states, but she's she's unbelievable. She's this like electronic pop 
pop kind of, but now she's throwing in dubstep and rock, and she's just she's very interesting. I think she's 24, and um, I've been following her since she was like 19 or something. And she uh, she writes all her own music, she makes all her own music, and it's it's super inspiring to me. Um, other other than that, um, there's so many. There's so many. Uh, Kurt Cobain has always been one of my idols. I know he's dead, so I can't really follow him. He died when I was like two years old. So. No, right. he's one of my faves. He's a, he's amazing. He was yeah. so brilliant. Wish I could have seen him live. <laughs> but uh, and MGMT, I love the band MGMT. How about uh, oh. like the Tegan and Sarahs and that type? I mean, I almost felt a little bit of like that type of vibe watching you too. I am. Um, I like Tegan and Sarah. I really like their music a lot. I they opened for. I went to see the Killers, uh, one of my favorite bands, and they uh, they opened for the Killers, and they they were really kind of boring to watch. And really. That, that, yeah, that made me upset because they they just stood there and they they didn't look like they were really passionate about their music. And maybe they are. Maybe they were having an off day or something. I don't know. But right. I I do really like their music. They're um. They're interesting. They have very interesting voices, and I, I always like that. Right. That's kind of the way I felt about, and believe me, this is nowhere near the same genre, but um, Avril Lavigne, like, you know, yeah. for whatever reason, like, I've just, I've always thought she was sexy because of, like, her attitude and, you know, the whole bit. Uh, it's kind of wearing a little bit thin now, but five years ago it wasn't. And, uh but it was the same thing, like, as much as, like, I liked her as a personality, like, watching her on stage was like watching a doorknob. You yeah, know? I uh, I saw her when I was 10. She was actually my first concert, and I was the biggest Avril Lavigne fan. I would, like, get into fights with other little girls at school about who was a bigger Avril Lavigne fan. And I went <laughs> to her concert when I was 10, and I, I cut out every picture I could find of her from magazines, glued it on a poster board, and stood in the back row, the only place I could get a ticket for her. And uh, I thought it was the most miraculous thing I've ever seen. But, I mean, I barely remember when I was a 10-year-old. And I, she could have just, like, sat on stage the whole time. And I would have been entirely stoked. <laughs> right. Yeah. So tell, tell us real quick about your uh, your EP that you've got coming out. And then we're going to uh, cut to a commercial break. But you've got one coming out at the end of the summer? Yeah, that's my plan. Um, I haven't started recording yet. But I'm, I have all my songs uh, together, the ones that I'm I'm going to do and I, I'm just going to kind of just get it out and just work really hard because I, I mean, I've just been lazy with my music. I've been so concentrated on acting and modeling lately that I've kind of forgotten about my music is taking a backseat, even though it's my, always been a huge passion of mine. seat of my mom's Lincoln since 
long before anybody paid me to ride in the passenger seat of my mom's Lincoln. I didn't do it to be cool, didn't do it to make a statement. I just liked it. Who the hell are you talking to? I like to call it riding shotgun. Like old Cyrus rides. Who the hell is Cyrus? What the hell are you doing with your fingers? You look like an idiot. That's my dad. 245 pounds of do whatever the heck I want. You're damn right. I can respect that. Put a shirt on. Well, this is an opportunity for me to take my shirt off. What the hell is wrong with you? 44 years old and you still need your parents to drive you around? Sometimes you gotta go back to actually move forward. What are you talking about? I don't mean going back to reminisce or chase ghosts. I mean go back to see where you came from. Where you been, how you got there. See where you're going. No baloney. You just want me to drive past a high school. I know there are those that say you can't go back. Well, yes, you can. Just have to look in the right place. You just have to ride shotgun in your mom's Lincoln with your shirt off, rubbing your fingers together, and look at high school girls. What is it with you and high school girls? Because we get older, and they just stay the same age. I'm not driving past the high school. Take the long way, huh? Can I play some Miley Cyrus? No! And put your seatbelt on! What happens when a wisecracking, loose cannon cockatoo accidentally meets his straight-edge, by-the-book, identical twin? Why laughs abound in the Walt Disney Pixar family film of the decade. It's Double in Paradise, starring the voice of Ricky Gervais as Sonny. Oh, oh, look at me. I'm a loose cannon. I play by my own rules. And Kelsey Grammer as Cockett. How dare you play by your own rules? There's a book, and we must go by it. It's the fantastical, feathers flying, family friendly film of the feather lenium. You're incorrigible. Who, me? I was just having a laugh. It's double in paradise. Also starring Kiefer Sutherland as Jack Sparrow, the delivery guy. Thank you for calling Fly-By-Night Express. We guarantee to deliver in 24 hours or give you your seeds back. Mr. T as Mo Hawk. I pity the fool who ruffled my feathers. Regis Philbin as Charlie, captain of the pleasure crew. Big feathers, flamingo who I can't keep up with you, Abula. And so Dr. Stallone as Coach Robin. You gotta learn to fight for what's right. It's a cuckoo's nest everyone wants to fly over. It's Disney Pixar Double Imperatus. Hitting this summer in a theater near you. Hey, I'm Fred Meat, defensive back for the Boondock Saxons. Hey kid, get away from my Betamax collection. That's it, three weeks in the closet for you. I am doing a new thing now. In partnership with the Big Brothers and Big Sisters organization of Greater Boondock, I am spending time with fatherless tots being a big bother to them, so they know what it is like to have a male authority figure around when they are causing mischief. Hey, there's Tom Crash, our quarterback. He's a big bother, too. Hey, Freddy. Boy, it sure is fulfilling being a big bother to fatherless youth. I had Jimmy here wax his car and told him he could drive it this weekend if he scored high on his math test. When he got an A-, minus, I grounded him for a week and took it out myself cruising uptown. <laughs> if you want to be like Tom and I hey, Jimmy, and help serve your community, just run down to the corner and get your old Uncle Tommy a pack of smoke, By huh? being a big bother for unruly tots in your yeah, neighborhood yeah, who are in need of a male authority figure to teach them a thing or two. Whatever they... What? 
No, you can't get yourself anything. Visit www.bigbothers.org or dial 1-800-BOTHERS. That's 1-800-B-O-T-H-E-R-S. Remember, if you don't have a father, have a bother. Mmm, nothing spells a carp's baseball game like a bag of Bobby O's potato chips. Hi, Uncle Rose. Oh, no. Can we have some of your Bobby O's potato chips? No. If I've told you kids once, I've told you a thousand times. You can't have any of my Bobby O's potato chips. Ah, uh, come on, Uncle Rose. Even Fluffy wants some. <coughs> Oh, no, not you, too. Yes, everybody loves Bobby O's potato chips. Available now at your local Boondock, Montana grocer. Hello, Carps fans, it's me, Lefty Mayshack, the old Nuxa. You know, using the Nux on my left hand won me a lot of games for the Boondock Carps, but they're not all that great for enjoying a handful of tasty Bobby O's potato chips. Bobby O's potato chips. They're salty, they're crunchy, and now available in lemon, lime, and grape. Hello, I'm Forgan Riemann. Do you believe in things you cannot see? Gravity, air, your own brain, God perhaps. What about Klingons? Do they exist even though we cannot see them? Or are they just a figment of Gene Rottenberry's vivid imagination? Join me this week. Space, time, balls of toilet paper. The secrets to the cosmos lie through the butthole. Come to me no more, Moses. When are you going to bring me real proof of your god? And when are you going to let my people go? All that they ask is to sit at the foot of Mount Sinai, to warm their souls by the burning bush of God, and to listen to Smartasses Radio. To interact with Smartasses Radio live on the air, follow us on Twitter and tweet your thoughts to the hosts at SmartassesNet using the hashtag AleJackie. Smartasses Radio. To call in and talk to the hosts, dial 646-478-5863. Or click on the blue letter S to call in via Skype. Skype, Skype, Skype. And now, back to Smart S's Radio.
Do you, are you a big fan of Tool at all, Bridget? Yeah, I, I really love Tool. I haven't listened to them very much recently, but I like a few years ago I listened to them very, very often. They're great. Yeah. They're incredibly talented. Yeah, the the thing about that I like about them is well, first of all, I just love a good bass line and there's just no better than them. But like their music is just so complex. And that's what I love yeah. about it. Like just even talking about it like I'm getting goosebumpy, so <laughs> you know. <laughs> But anyway, I want to kind of go back to her. On Tool. What, what's that, Jackie? I said you have a man crush on Tool. How cute. I do I do have a man crush on Tool. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, it's not about Tool. It's about Bridget Graham. And I want to go back through some of the highlights of her career. And uh, first, let's talk about uh, Skyrim. What, um, whatever happened with that? I know that it was a pilot to be a web series and... Uh, it was like a web series slash video game or based on a video game. All I know is I watched the video for that and I was extremely confused. So maybe you can yeah. maybe you clear it up for me. <laughs> um, it was just it, it was like a, a student film thing because I did all these student film auditions when I was going to school and I just went to a, I went to a student film audition and they uh, they wanted three girls to be like the hot girls in their in their Skyrim um pilot for this web series and it was just it was based on the video game and I guess they were just big fans of the video game and they wanted to um they wanted to make some videos about it and I wasn't really a big part of it. I I went there for like a day and and we shot that tiny little part where I pretended to be a drunk girl with two other drunk girls and <laughs> <laughs> It was fun, but I I don't really know I don't really know what they did with it. I didn't um, hear that much about it. I, I yeah, liked, I, like I watched. Go ahead. I, I mean, I watched the video back, and I I thought um, like they they had fun with effects, and it was cool, and I liked it. But uh, it, yeah, it was. I don't know. <laughs> it it was odd because like you know the guy would talk, and yet the words were appearing on the screen, and then it, they were trying to make it look like it was the first person video game and you'd see like a guy's hands like grabbing pretending to grab something that wasn't there and then words would come up like you just completed level three or whatever I'm like what the hell am I watching here and so I just I, I tried to go back and uh find it on IMDB which I don't know what's happened to IMDB but in the last two years it's just basically useless anymore um, and I, I, could, I couldn't find out any information on it at all. I couldn't tell if, like, there was a whole season of webisodes or it never made it or nothing. So that's why I, was, I didn't – and it sounds like you don't know much yourself either on what, what eventually happened. Yeah, I'm not sure. They were just – they were students. They were, like, probably, like, 20-year-old students who were just trying to um, make a, a cool little series. And I'm not sure if it if it went anywhere after the pilot. But uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't think it was, like, a – anyone's career-making thing. I think they were just having fun. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Well, and then that's a perfect segue, having fun. The next thing I watched was Cat City. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I laughed so hard. And, you know, believe me, I'm critical, you know. I'm, like, even critical of the uh, the Lonely Island stuff. But I I think that's right up there with uh, I'm on a boat. Like, that was a funny right? video. I know, and I thought it should have gotten so many more views. I'm like of all the of all the Cat City fans, I'm probably the biggest Cat City <laughs> fan. I just I share it with everyone. I I think it's hilarious. Um, I I I had a lot of fun doing that, even though I was only there for a day and I was barely in it. I was just a background kitty cat, but it was 
I just thought it was so funny. And those those two boys, um, Matt and Jason, the ones who do the um, IFHT, who also did the Diablo video, they're the same guys. They're uh, they're just hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah they so write all their own stuff. Is that is that on your? Because I don't remember how I found it because I had to dig a, a little around a little bit. Is that that is that's on your Facebook page, right? You've got a link to yeah, it on it's your on Facebook, my Facebook page. page. Okay, all yeah. right. I would encourage everybody listening to go when the show's over, click on that and watch that video. It's it's hilarious. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> and then you did an episode. Well, let me first say, I love a lot of what they play on the Sci-Fi Channel. Uh, Ghost Hunters, being human, I love. Uh, but a lot of times when you hear a Sci-Fi original movie. <laughs> You know, it's typically not a good thing. You know, um, what's the, what's the slogan? Imagine greater. If you've ever watched a sci-fi original movie, you probably have. But the same cannot be said about their original series, which are very different and are usually very good. And I think Defiance probably falls into that category. Defiance is getting a lot of lot of critical acclaim. It's. Uh, I haven't. I haven't watched it. Because I don't have um I don't have an I just moved into a new place and I don't have internet or a or a TV right now so and it's it's a new series so I haven't gotten to watch it and uh, I I really want to because I see it all over the place like I was it was on a billboard in Toronto in um in the big uh, Dundas Square in Toronto and I I see it on websites and stuff just advertising for it everywhere and I I really am excited to watch it but I haven't gotten a chance to so have you seen it? Yeah, yeah, I, I watched a little bit of one. Um, I, I'm one of these people, that, though, that, like, I work 18 hours a day every day, and yeah. <laughs> I, I, I am lucky enough to work from home, and a lot of times I do have the TV on, but just kind of like the way my mind works, like, I'm only kind of, like, half watching most of the time, but I, I, I yeah. actually did, I did set out to watch it twice, actually, and both times it was, like, that 18th hour, and I fell asleep. And, and I mean, that's nothing to say that the show was bad. That was just me being extremely fatigued, you know. That's so no, so no, I, I haven't gotten to watch it. But like the little bits and pieces that I did see, I've been like, oh my god, this show looks so cool, you know. Yeah, yeah, cool, uh, cool effects, cool makeup, great actors. I I think it's going to be a great show, and it's it's creating a lot of buzz. Right. So, so what did you? What was your part on the show? You was it the pilot that you were on, or was it? No, it's it, actually I mean, the last. Sorry, what? No, go ahead. That's that's why I was. Um, I wanted you to answer the question. I just kept talking. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I do that all the time. I, I'm the right. worst. I overlap everyone's conversation. But um, I'm actually in the last episode of the uh, of the first season. So it, it won't be coming out till uh, till the end of this season, and I'm I, I just have a, a little part. It was my first TV part ever, and I just uh, play a wedding singer, an alien wedding singer. So I uh, I'm wearing all kinds of crazy makeup and a wig, and um, I sing a song in a uh, in their language, in their made up language for this show, and it's a uh, wow uh, with with another singer. Yeah, it was it was really cool. It's, out of this world experience, especially for my first time to do something so just ridiculously fantastical. <laughs> right. Well, I, I I have two thoughts on that. Um, one, like, 
first of all, kudos for you to be able to sing in a language that doesn't even exist, let alone like Korean <laughs> or something, you know. Right. But, yeah. but, but two, man, oh man, like there's nothing that the geeks like better than like th- that kind of thing. Like, you know, I've, every, every geek loves to learn Klingon and they love to be able to speak Romulan, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. pretty, no, I, pretty part of the producers to throw something like that in there to get the geeks going on, oh, good, we have to follow some continuity here because that's what we love to do, you know, so. Yeah. I I think it was a really good idea. Like, um, I, I think it's it's like uh, the Game of Thrones thing with Dothrakian and stuff like that. It's, uh, you, people want to be, people want to know about this, this made-up culture, so. Right. That's Jackie's favorite show. What? I said Game of Thrones. That's pretty much your favorite show, isn't it? Oh God, yes. It's amazing. <laughs> Thank you. I've I've yet to watch it. I, it is, isn't it on like Showtime or one of those stations that you guys? I, really I watch. It's on HBO. I just watched online. Yeah, it's okay. on HBO on Sundays, but it, uh, they actually had the season finale last night. Nice. Yeah, I, um, I haven't watched season three yet because I haven't. Um, I wanna, I wanna rewatch the first two seasons before because I wanna make sure oh, I have a grasp on everything because you have to watch it so closely. Oh, of course. It's with the names and oh, it's so it's hard to keep you know everything where it needs to be to pay attention to know what's going on. But it's an amazing show. Oh yeah, it's it's brilliant. It's it, the acting is is my favorite thing about that show. Oh, God, for the sure. Incredible actors. Okay. If I could be on any show, I think that would be it. <laughs> oh, I agree, for sure. Except yeah. I wouldn't want to die. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't want to die. I know, I, I get so scared because um, Aria, I, I love Aria, and I'm just so scared because right. she's always put into these scary situations. And I'm like, if they kill off Aria, I don't think I can watch the show anymore. <laughs> the people are so bad. Pardon? I said, that little girl's so badass, I'd be surprised if they turn her off. Yeah. <laughs> well, and yeah, and you've got to be wary of things like that now, because, I mean, before it was like, yeah, the main stars never get killed off. But, you know, back to another favorite show of Jackie's, and probably yours too, Bridget, the, uh, what's the, uh, I'm drawing a blank, the zombie one? Oh, Walking Dead. Oh, Walking, Walking Dead, Dead. Yeah, yeah. I I haven't really seen that. I've seen a couple episodes, but I, uh, and I I really liked it, but it's it's a little bit scary and depressing for me. I don't know. I just I don't like watching things that are that are that dark, even though that show is absolutely brilliant. It kind of just I don't know. I feel like we experience enough darkness in 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 our lives on the news everywhere. So I I don't know. I I have trouble watching shows like that and staying in a good mood. <laughs> Right. right. Maybe that's what it is for me because I, I seem to be like the one person on the planet that cannot get into that show. And I, I want to like it, but it just, I don't know, it feels like Lost to me, which I absolutely loved season one through one and a half. And then it just, it started acting like, and I'm not saying that, uh, that what's the name of it again? <laughs> Amer- what is it? American World War- Werewolf? What is it? Zombie? What? Walking Dead. <laughs> Walking Dead. Walking Dead. Yeah, Walking Dead. I'm not saying Walking Dead is guilty of this, but it seemed like Lost just started making twists and turns, 
just for the sake of making twists and turns, and it got annoying yeah, with me real fast. That's what I do, though. you got to keep it interesting. Yeah, but there's a point where it's just like, I'm tired of having my wits scrambled every week. I, I, I want to I want to feel like some kind of, like it's going somewhere. I don't want to just be <laughs> coming back to square one every every week, you know? But... But uh, I don't. I don't think Walking Dead does that. But for whatever reason, I I feel like I'm watching Lost when I watch it. I I haven't been able to get into it. So, but anyway, let's get let's let's steer this back around to you. The big boy, of course, and you you touched on it in the in the very first thing you said. Diablo three has mm-hmm. to be your your biggest thing. And we actually, well, you know, we actually have a clip of this. And uh, for anybody that hasn't watched it, it it's 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 really kind of. Self-explanatory. Uh, it's if Diablo <laughs> three, the video game, were a girl. But um, you, do you want to go ahead and set this up for us, Bridget? It's um, well, it's a video about uh, where I, where I am the, uh, where I'm Diablo three. Well, it's yeah, it's really you're right. It is really self-explanatory. It's it's hard to explain without giving it away. But it's um, I'm kind of the representation of of Diablo of this video game, and so it's it's so uh supposed to be lustful and all these people lined up for so long to to get this video game and um it they're really excited about it and then something happened i don't know how much i should give away <laughs> right that's fine but, uh, i was gonna say i i can just go ahead and play it and i think people will be able to figure out why it got 10 million views so uh yeah <laughs> Let me just go ahead and play that right now. Here we go. Guess who? Mom? Guess again. Diablo, what are you doing here? I thought they walked you away. They just released me after 11 long years. I could have sworn it was 13. Did you miss me? What? Mom, they want to play with me like old times? You never finished me. I, I don't know. You know. I've wasted a lot of time with you, and I have a girlfriend. A real girlfriend. No. I'm better than you could ever imagine. I'm even more fun than I used to be. You could tell, you know, and you're, you're right. We don't want to give away the ending because we want people to watch it. But uh, suffice it to say, you could tell that you had fun playing that. And I would think that every girl out there wants to play the seductress vixen at some point in their life. And, well, let's just say, you know, if you've ever played the game, it's a pretty safe bet that when you do watch it, you will get the punchline. But yeah. would, you say, <laughs> would you say that's true? Like, I, well, yeah, I had a – it was fun. I mean, I got that, I got that script. A couple hours, may, maybe not even a couple hours, maybe an hour before we shot that. I um, so I I didn't really know what I was doing going into it, so it was just all kind of all of a sudden. So I I think that made it really fun because we kind of got to to play around with it a little bit, um, and I didn't have any uh, expectations. So I, I I did have a lot of fun with that, and I I like playing that part. And the fact that she was a little bit evil. Um, kind of made it made it all that more fun because those are my favorite characters to play. Um, I, right. I think they are most actors, um, but, but yeah, it was it was fun and, and like I said, those those boys are hilarious. They were really fun to work with. That is that kind of why you picked uh, the scene from Gia for your for your acting reel because there's just so much depth to that character, and and maybe yeah. even a little bit of fun. I don't want to say evil, but 
you know, fun, like let's was, cross um, the line and have fun kind of thing. Yeah, well, she's, I don't know, she's she's not necessarily evil, but she is, she's very, uh, she's the seductress also. She's, um, as with many of Jolie's characters, she's, um, <laughs> she's very sexual and, and draws people in that way and, and kind of is controlling in that way. And I, I, I thought that was really, really fun to play because I don't feel like, I don't feel like I'm that person. I'm like, like I said, I'm a geeky girl. <laughs> I don't feel like that's how I am um, in my day-to-day life. So it's, it's really fun. But I, I didn't actually pick that scene. It was my teacher. He told me and one of my really good friends, um, Alex, we did that scene in school. And my teacher told us, you have to do this scene or I'm not going to, film your devil reel and um it was oh, wow. at the time i was like what are you talking about but he he really wanted what was best for us and i think it was the best scene that we could have done Become a Smartassaholic. Check out our online magazine at smartasses.net for replays of our radio show's audio humor, pay-per-view predictions, the Smartasses Hot Chick of the Month, and official Smartasses paraphernalia, as well as entertainment articles, videos, celebrity news, free sarcastic e-cards, geek culture, and one of the four largest annual Top 100 Sexiest Women lists in the world. Coming this summer... From the people who brought you Machete, Jake Brick, Cop with a Gun, starring Sylvester Stallone as Detective Jake Brick, a wild card lawman who plays by his own rules. Hey, uh, all I gotta do is pull this trigger, and you're me. Jake Brick, Cop with a Gun. Also starring Danny Glover as Captain Doobie and John O'Hurley as Detective Whitebread. I'm sorry, Brick, but you're just too much of a loose cannon. And I can't have you out there making up rules by the seat of your pants. I got no choice but to take your badge and gun. Oh, come on, Captain. You remind me of a man I once met at the straw market in the Bahamas. He had no teeth. And he was speaking in tongues. What are you talking about? Uncanny man. You sound just like him. Are you sure you've never been to Paradise Island? Jake Brick. Cop with a gun. Also starring Chris Tucker, who makes Jake Brick go on a rampage of justice. 
damn brick. Why you keep your apartment so cold? That's it, cold. Say what? Damn it, I can't understand the words that be coming out of your mouth, man. Well? Ah, shut up and turn up some heat. Jake Brick, cop with a gun. With Sean Connery as Leo the Leopard, Diamond Thief. All right, everyone, face down on the ground and you won't be hurt. Hey, you're the rest. Ah, Detective Brick. I couldn't understand a single word you said, but I assume you're here to arrest me. You got that right. Uh, jolly good. Uh, carry on, then. All right. You're right. You're right. you I'm sorry, Detective. Pardon me for asking. But isn't it a prerequisite to my incarceration that I actually be able to understand the words you are saying when you're reading my Miranda rights? Yeah. Well, you're mumbling incoherently. Exactly. So, alrighty then, uh, Muggsy, make sure you're putting the diamonds into the velvet bags with the tiny little dollar signs on them. You got it, boss. Jake Brick, cop with a gun, featuring Liam Neeson as FBI Agent Stone. Brick, I need that bomb code. Hurry, man. I, one, three, seven. I can't understand you. Try to enunciate. One, three, seven. What, what is he saying? Five, Was that a three? Five, I heard two syllables, so one of them had to be a seven. Five, Hurry, man! Five, three, time, time! Seven, Hurry, man! Five, There's no time! One, three, seven. Jake Brick. Cop with a gun. Damn, Jake! You shot that man in the dick! I don't shoot the hill. I shoot the thrill. He doesn't need to enunciate a cool tagline. Because it's his gun that does all the talking. Jake Brick, cop of the gun. Coming this summer to theaters everywhere. TV host, Regis Filden. Well, Jerry Lewis was always a very physical comic, as you know. So he's doing this bit where he slips on a banana peel, cracks his head open on the podium, and trips on the microphone the whole nine yards. Uh, he's really knocking them dead. So, you know, how do you follow up with something like that? Well, out of nowhere, here comes Dean Martin from the other side of the room. He's wearing a dress and high heels. Well, he comes over to me, kisses me on the cheek. Well, he has everybody in stitches. I can't tell you how funny it was. Well, there's only one man who could follow up with an act like that. Don Rickles. Now, I gotta tell you, back in the day, I wore some pretty expensive clothing. I only wore Botany 300, I'll have you know. Yeah, 500, whatever. I can't keep up with you people. Anyway, Don Rickles always had this thing where he liked to make fun of my hair. So Rickles looks across the panel, points out at me in the crowd, and says, Is that Regis Spilman or a Brillo pad wearing a tuxedo? Well, he had everybody rolling in the eyes. I mean, you want to talk about side-splitting entertainment. Uh, Regis, it's celebrity ghost stories. What's... 
celebrity ghost stories. Celebrity ghost stories. Yeah, you know, paranormal, haunted houses, all that. Hunted how? I thought this was celebrity roast stories. Why would you want to hunt a house? You can't even shoot it. You can't even eat it. I can't keep up with you people. Celebrity Ghost Stories, only on bio. Due to the length of tonight's Boondock Carps baseball game, Deaf Debate will not be seen tonight. Instead, we bring you this WILD-TV alternative programming. The Person's Court. Hi, I'm Dig Llewellyn, and this is the case of Rub-a-Dub-Dub, Dead Baby in a Tub. We'll go to the courtroom where Judge Whopper is coming in right now. All rise for the Honorable Judge Whopper. Thank you, Rusty. <laughs> Great bailiff, I swear. <laughs> Okay, uh, you boys have been sworn in. Uh, Mr. Plaintiff, uh, what's your name? Uh, Jack Plant. Yeah, my plumber here stuffed a Swiss cheese sandwich my wife made him down the drain in my tub. Now, hold on, sir. Uh, Mr. Defendant, uh, what's your name? Uh, Tom Pork. Uh, my friends call me Killer. Boy, uh, you sure look nice today, Mr. Whopper. Your Honor. Well, yeah, thank you, son. Uh, now, uh, what's your story, Mr. Plant? Okay, we had Mr. Pork here come and fix a leak in our bathroom sink, and he told us he would do an efficient job fixing it. Uh, no, I never said that. I told you I would see what I could do. Uh, that's the truth, Mr. Whopper. Uh, by the way, who does your hair? I think it's cool the way it's combed. It's got those uh, comb lines in it. <laughs> well, uh, 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 now never mind that, son. Okay, plant, what else? Okay, he was working on the sink and my wife decided to fix him a Swiss cheese sandwich. So Mr. Pork here took one bite and then he shoved it down the drain in the bathtub. His wife put mayo on it. I hate mayonnaise. Oh, you poor thing. I know what that's like. I hate mayonnaise, too. My goodness. That's cruel. What do you have to say about that, plant? Well, my wife always puts mayonnaise on things. We like it. <laughs> what a weirdo, eh, sir? Really? Who in the world uses mayonnaise? I always use mustard myself, Mr. Wallace. Exactly. That's not the point. My baby is dead. This incompetent nincompoop stuffed a cheese sandwich down my drain. Oh, quit whimpering, plant. And stop picking on this fine young plumber here. Okay. So my wife goes to take a shower after the sandwich is in the drain and... Your wife went to take a shower with the plumber there? No, Your Honor. Mr. Pork had already left. Well, please explain yourself, Plant. Now, go on. Okay. So she leaves the room with the water running, and then the tub fills up and... Now, where's your shower at? It's above the tub. Mr. Plant, my time is short. Please explain yourself. I'm sorry, sir. Now, as I was saying... I'm going for a short recess. Uh, Mr. Pork, uh, do you have anything else you'd like to say? Uh, yeah. Have you uh, ever thought about becoming a model? Oh, well, that's very... <laughs> no, I uh, have Judge Whopper is deliberating. <laughs> we'll go to a commercial. Hello, I'm Forgan Riemann. Do you believe in things you cannot see? Gravity, air, your own brain, God, perhaps. What about Klingons? Do they exist even though we cannot see them? Or are they just a figment of Gene Rottenberry's vivid imagination? Join me this week. Space. Time. Balls of toilet paper. The secrets to the cosmos lie through the butthole. Okay, we're back, and here's Judge Whopper now about to make his decision. Let's listen in. Now, uh, Mr. Plant, uh, you seem to be very incompetent yourself. Uh, if the saying goes, it takes one to know one, applies anywhere, it certainly applies here. Now, I grant you that perhaps Mr. Pork should have done something else with the Swiss cheese sandwich. Perhaps flush it down the toilet, because that's where any sandwich with mayonnaise belongs. <laughs> 
Second of all, if your baby crawls in the tub, why the hell weren't you watching the kid? So my judgment is for the defendant for $8 million. Well, you heard it. Here comes Mr. Plant now. Mr. Plant, you got a pretty bad rap. What do you have to say? Well, I'm going to throw out all my Hellman's mayonnaise. Okay, that sounds like a damn good idea to me. And here's Killer Pork. Killer Pork, what do you say? You're pretty happy, well, I uh, guess. I invited Mr. Whopper over for dinner and uh, for a few martinis. So, uh, yeah. I'm happy. Okay, so that's the verdict for Rub-A-Dub-Dub, Dead Baby in a Tub. Remember, if you have a problem, don't take the law into your own hands. Take them to court. The person's court. Bye-bye. Hey, when I'm not busy being the governor of Montana. Uh, Jesse, you were never the governor of Montana. Oh, what the hell do you know, McMahon? Uh, my name isn't McMahon. Anywho, when I'm not busy being the governor of South Dakota or telling you about conspiracies, I'm listening to Smartasses Radio, eh? Jesse, you were never the governor of South Dakota either. Aw, oh, Montana, South Montana, who cares? They all grow potatoes better than they do in Colorado. To interact with Smartasses Radio live on the air, follow us on Twitter and tweet your thoughts to the hosts at SmartassesNet using the hashtag AOJet. Smart, Smart S's Radio. To call in and talk to the hosts, dial 646-478-5863. Or click on the blue letter S to call in via Skype. Smartest Radio. Coming up on CTV later this month. It's June 24th, right? Yeah, June 24th. And it's about a 20-something couple who rent a room out to a newly single young man who hopes to learn from his friends the secret to a great relationship. It sounds hilarious. It's. I think it's so funny. Like what I what I saw um, those couple of days when I was on set and what I read in the script. It was, it was a show I would watch hands down, and if you're a fan of Friends or How I Met Your Mother, then it's you're gonna love it. It's it's hilarious. It's just a little bit. I think it's a little bit more raunchy than those shows, but like it's just the right amount of raunchy. 
Right. Isn't uh, How How I Met Your Mother, I think that actually is a, a CTV-owned TV show, isn't it? Oh, is it actually? I've, I've I watched How so. I Met Your Mother so many times, and I didn't even know that. Yeah, there were a couple of them. Um, I think uh, the, what's the Two and a Half Men might be one of them also. I don't know. Again, you know, from being on IMDb last night, you know, you pick up some stuff like that. But, and I'll tell you how I was reading more because it, this was touted as a multi-camera sitcom in like supposedly the first of its kind. And that kind of threw me. I was like, aren't all TV shows multi-camera? Like, do you have any idea what they, they mean by that? Um, honestly, I should. I feel like I, <laughs> I'm trying to remember what I learned in school now, all my tests. That I didn't pay attention to. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm honestly not sure. Yeah, I, that's, I mean, that's interesting like, though. It seems like you know, self-explanatory. Like, well, that would suggest that every other TV show is out there is using one camera, but that just doesn't seem right, you know. So. No, that would be a lot of setups and um, shooting the scene many times. I'm yeah, that confuses me as well. Sorry, I can't yeah. give you any answers on that. Hey, I didn't mean to throw you a curveball or anything. I just was like, I, you know, You're like, making hey, me go. look stupid. No, I'm not at all. Like, it's just like I don't think anybody on the planet knows what that means except for the person that wrote it. So, um, but anyway, right, so then let's talk about uh, you got uh, Manhattan Undying, which comes out this fall, and that's a. Yeah. This sounds kind of cool. Uh, a vampire seeks out an artist to paint her a portrait so that she can see her image for the first time because they can't see each other in the mirror. So that sounds kind of cool. Yeah, it was probably the most exciting thing I've ever done. It was my one of my first movies, my, the only movie I've ever done, and I um, I was just so excited to work on this. It's with um, Luke Grimes, who was in Taken 2, and um, Sarah Romer, who was in Disturbia. And so these people who I've seen like in movies... Um, who are so talented, and then I'm just there, like <laughs> for the first time, just graduated and and seeing all this and being on my first movie set, and it was, it was so exciting. And I played this uh, I played this groupie who had to follow around um, Luke's character, Max, his artist, and uh, it was <laughs> it, it was fun. It was my character was um she was she was obsessed with this this painter, and she was she was a teenager and. Um, I think he felt kind of bad for her, so he takes her home and she like takes off her shirt for him, and that's that's pretty much my character. <laughs> She's like a stalker who goes to this this artist's house and then strips for him, essentially. That's a good psycho play, the character to play. You know, that's outside your yeah. realm of the, of the nice geek girl. So that that's going to be fun too. So, yeah. and then. Uh, so, so then, so then you've got uh, you, all right. Back to the modeling. You get the fashion show coming up for Miss Eternity, August thirty first, mm-hmm. and then finally, tell us about the Miss Canada Globe pageant on August twenty fourth. You actually had to do a little politicking just to make that make it into the competition, correct? Um, sorry, do you mean about do you mean about money or? Yeah, well, yeah, I mean like getting some sponsorships and and, and stuff for that. Yeah. Correct? Well, I the, like the entry fee is like three thousand dollars, and I don't just have three thousand dollars to to throw away. I'm just starting out, but um, I right. yeah, so I had to. Uh, I made a campaign on Indiegogo, and I um, a lot of people sponsored, and I set my goal as three thousand dollars. Like the 
competition fee, but I, I still plan on doing other things like, I don't know, maybe a car wash or a bake sale or something to make the rest of the money. But I, I got about half that, and it, it just these wonderful people, like a whole bunch of people donated like $100, and I was just like, really? Like, I mean, I you're, you guys are amazing, and I appreciate it so much, but how do people care that much? It's so wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. Really I'm excited. I, I've kind of noticed that seems to be about the ceiling on Indiegogo, too. Like, any time I've ever checked anything out on Indiegogo, like, $1,500 is usually right about where it cuts off. So, I mean, you you at least made the status quo. And you're right. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm a pretty nice guy, but I'm not that nice of a guy where I'm going to throw 100 bucks, you know, for something like that, you know. I, I know, I, right? Like, how how are these people that wonderful? Like, I, I And I can't even see myself doing that, and I shouldn't say that because, like, karma, but... <laughs> Right. Yeah. So, so what? So, what's like? You know, I assume that you're, you're, you've pretty much figured out you're going to make it in. Um, like, how does the whole thing? How does that work? Is it just? I mean, are you automatically in the competition for Miss Canada, or do you have to win Miss Ontario first, or what's 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 the deal there? Like, just no. Um, I. I applied a long time ago. They called me. They found my my modeling site, and they are. Uh, I'm all the profile, model mayhem, and they called me and said, um, "Hi, we're interested in you participating in our competition. Um, we can send you an entry form." And then I, I filled out the entry form, and we did an interview. And they said, "Oh, great, you're in the competition now. Um, this is the competition fees, and this is when the competition is." And this was a long time ago. This was like I don't know, maybe half a year ago. And uh, they explained it all that it was that it wasn't just based on looks, which is what most pageants are, and there's all these factors like personality and uh, intelligence, and it sounded it sounded interesting. And I've I've never done a pageant before, but I I feel like the opportunity to go up there and, and be myself, and hopefully have somebody win the competition who's being genuine and and honest and legitimately has um, good intentions, because I think I do. Um, like I. Right. I'm, I've always wanted to be a role model, especially for girls who are kind of a little bit outcasted the way I, I felt like I was in high school. Um, and uh, so I just, I thought it'd be a good opportunity for that. So I raised the money, well, raised half the money, and I'm working on raising the rest. And then at the end of August, then we'll put on the show. <laughs> right. Well, I'll tell you, you know, it's it's, it's nice to listen to you here yourself describe how you want to be because I, I don't know if you're familiar I don't know if you pay attention to what happens with Miss USA or not but uh, the year that Rima Fakiwan that was what I loved about her was that she was just down to earth outspoken she didn't play by any of the same rules that all the other ones played by and she won and I was like that is freaking cool, and you know, like I, I'm still a fan of hers today, and and uh, and it was great, you know, because you got the smiling, waving white glove, Vaseline on the teeth, yeah. oh, world peace, all that stuff, which is which is fine, but it's nice to see somebody be real once in a while too. I I absolutely agree, and I I wasn't I didn't watch them the year she won, and I'll, I'll have to look into it because that's what that's yeah that's exactly what I want to do because I'm 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 sick of it I'm sick of watching these girls in pageants who are just they're that's what they're doing. They're playing by rules and they're they're playing a game to win. They're not doing it they're doing it for 
for all the wrong reasons. Like they, they think that this that having a certain title will make them I don't know, worth more or something. And I, I don't think that's the reason anybody should be in those competitions. I think that's a little bit sad. Right. Well, we're gonna kinda of switch gears on you here on you as we're wrapping kind of things up here. Jackie, are you uh are you ready for your uh weekly thing here? I'm ready. All right. This is called Bridget. This is called the lightning round and we're gonna give you like ten one or the other type questions. Answer them whatever the first thing is off the top of your head and then uh when we're done we'll we'll let you plug whatever you want to plug and we'll get you out of here. So here we go without further okay. ado. All right, Bridget, what you rather, Ryan Reynolds or Seth Rogen? Seth Rogen. Would you rather be hot or too cold? Too hot. Your mouth went out really bad, Jackie. Would you rather be too hot or too cold? Too hot. Grease or Virgin of Oz? Sorry, I can't. I, I'm sorry, it's hard to hear you. I think you're. It was Grease or Wizard of Oz. Oh, Wizard of Oz. All right. Jelly or cream-filled donuts? Cream-filled. Um, favorite comic book character, male and female? Male and female? Um, Spider-Man and Wonder Woman. Nice. Oh, no, see, she um, went Marvel. She went Marvel. She did. I was just thinking that. Uh, Blue Water Cafe or Rain City Grill? Pardon? Blue Water Cafe or Rain City Grill? I've never been to either of those places. Oh, my God. I, I chose the two most popular restaurants in Vancouver, thinking that you had to have a favorite out of the really? Oh, I've yeah. been there for a year, and I don't—I guess I never went there. All right, Crazy. McDonald's or Burger King, then? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a vegetarian, but Burger uh, King has veggie burgers, so Burger King. <laughs> all right. Number seven, Final Fantasy or Tomb Raider? Final Fantasy. Um, Bob or Doug McKenzie? Oh, I don't know who they are. Is that horrible? Oh, my God, the Great White North, Bob and Doug McKenzie. No, I'm sorry. All right, I'll give you another one, another Vancouver one. Uh, Kristen Kruk or Jessica Lowndes? Kristen Kruk from Smallville (laughs) or Jessica Lowndes from 90210? I haven't watched either of those shows. I'm sorry. Smallville was was filmed in Vancouver, so you'll still pick that one. (laughs) Okay, okay, Smallville. Smallville. There you go. Oh, it's a novel. The sexiest woman alive. Pardon? Sexiest woman alive. I don't... Sorry. It's hard Who's to the sexiest woman alive? Who is the sexiest woman alive? Yeah. Oh. Um, whew. Probably Scarlett Johansson. Good one. And boxer... Go ahead, Don. I just said good one. That's all. Uh, boxers or briefs or boxer briefs? Boxers. Good. And that's there it. There you go. There you go. That was the single most difficult lightning round ever. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't make that very lightning fast. <laughs> oh, well, no, I mean, well, you know, and then we could, she was 
her phone was cutting out too, so that was that was bad. <laughs> I apologize. And I thought you spent <laughs> a lot more time in Vancouver than one year. If I would have known, I'd have just flipped everything over to Toronto. Yeah. You know, Blue Jays or Maple Leafs? No, um, probably Maple Leafs. I I've always paid more attention to hockey than baseball. All right. Well, so I'm Canadian. <laughs> The first thing on your to-do list needs to be go rent the movie Strange Brew with Bob and Doug McKenzie, The Great White North. It is like it's a Canadian like icon movie. Like you have to watch this movie. Okay. All right. Okay. Strange so, Brew. Okay. Strange Brew. Yep. Yeah. It's probably okay. you've you've heard of Second City out of Toronto. Uh, duh. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, Second City used to have their own TV show called SCTV, and Bob and Doug McKenzie were two characters on there. It was uh, Dave Thomas and Rick Moranis, and mm-hmm. it grew into such a phenomenon on the TV show that they made a movie about it, and it is absolutely hilarious, and it picks on every Canadian stereotype possible, you know, just on purpose, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll have to watch it. I love things making fun of Canada. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's great. So, anyway, on that note, uh, let's go ahead and get you out of here. What uh, what do you want to plug? Where can people find you on the internet? What else is up and coming for you? The next minute is yours. Okay. Um, well, I have my Facebook fan page um, that has links to everything, and that's Miss Bridget Graham. So M S dot B R I D G E T G R A H A M. So um, you can just look that up on Facebook. And go to there, and then that has my link for YouTube, Bridget Graham Music, and um, Twitter, Bridgie Owl. My Instagram is Bridgie Owl, too. Um, I think you covered everything that I'm recently coming out with, and then if if you want to find out what else I'm doing, then I'll keep everyone updated on Twitter and Facebook and YouTube and such. Yeah. Wrestling Weekend on SmartMarkRadio.com. So young. I'm not afraid. Oh my gosh. You did not just call me out. Uh, really? I'm really out? You just call me out like that? How dare you? I have a cold, sir. Like, and then you're going to be calling me out word sense like that. Lanny Papa, Lanny, thank you very much for being on the show this week. I am, I am the genius full of glory and renown, and I'm living in the past. Miss Tefmacher. You know, all these with Kelly, Kelly, and Layla, and we had no choice but to get close, and then over time, you know, it, it becomes natural. But it is, seriously, you eat a shit sandwich every day for a very long time. Mr. James J. Dillon. You know, you, you talk about the greatest manager of all time. I've always regarded Bobby the Brain Heenan as the guy that set the standard for the rest of us. Camille Ford. What do you do other than watch my show? <laughs> I, I, I watch your show and sleep. That's it. I bet you have the body of a 19-year-old athlete with a schedule yeah. like that. Yes. Yeah. You ever seen those pictures of Zeus? You literally Let are the Greek change. god. <laughs> Whatever. Diamond Dallas Page. You want to know what I really thought? I thought, these guys know what they're doing. This is the WWF. I've got no heat here. This is just going to bring out the best in Taker. Yeah, oh, Kim. Welcome to the show. That's why I've always been happier here is that they really like to feature the girls. They really like us to show off our 
athletic ability and, you know, be beautiful at the same time. Sunday nights, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on Smart Mark Radio. Hello, sci-fi fans. It's me, George Nori here. And when I'm not mailing the mic at Ghost to Ghost, well, I'm listening to Beyond the Truth on Smart Mark Radio. Because they don't talk about Ouija boards, so I don't get spooked. Uh, <laughs> George, shut up. Nope. Oh, sorry, Mr. Bell. Say, did you buy gold or solar-powered C-Crane radios? Shut up. On SmartMuckRadio.com. Ladies and gentlemen, guess what? I'm back. This is Hitless Radio. It's going to be all adult entertainment. And a lot of people, you know what, say that I'm consumed with myself. Well, all right. The way we met was actually through your wife. I was hitting on her online. Matter of fact, if I got a radio show, I was a damn deal. When I look at a chick, I got to look at everything, and I have to give every part of her anatomy an award. Uh, but I am glad to be back, and I am glad that I am on show, and I am glad that Jared ain't here. Friday nights, 10 p.m. on SmartRockRadio.com. Hey, player, is you tired of blinging your gear, flashing your skrilla, cruising around for dimes in your whip with no bass? Don't hate the player, my nickels. Hate the game. I'm loving how it's Going in the Akron scene Cause I'm rolling with the dudes and they act as mean Always come around here and they asking me I cause catastrophes the way it has to be This is Tony Sin, man, yeah And this is sound from West on the beach, yo, it's like we bringing sound, dude I ain't never slowing down, it's not allowed I don't haters in the dark trying to hide but down So you wanna hear the bomb stuff? Sick of the videos Middle finger up and stay rapping for my city, yo Due to the hip-hop style, this is the bomb Ain't you heard? Smart Mark Radio so you want to hear the bomb stuff? Sick of the videos. Middle finger up and stay rapping for my city, yo. Due to the hip-hop stop, it's the bomb. Ain't you heard? SmartMarkRadio.com. Wednesday nights at 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Only on SmartMarkRadio.com. Captain, I'm picking up a strange noise from the 21st century. Oh, do shut up, Mr. Crusher. Shields up. Red alert. Relay that, Will. Wesley, it's very hard to take you seriously when you are wearing that wimpy little rainbow suit. Sorry. Captain, the boy is right. I'm picking up the Smart Asses Radio Podcast. Oh, good luck. On screen, then. Looking for more Smart Asses? Like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash smartasses.net. You can also find us on funnierdie.com at forward slash smartassesnet. And don't forget to follow us on Tumblr at smartassesnet.tumblr.com. Smart Asses Radio. To call in and talk to the hosts, dial 646-478-5863, or click on the blue letter S to call in via Skype. And now, back to Smart S's Radio. You gotta admit, Ramstein makes a pretty pretty good case for some pretty exciting bumper music as well. Mm, do I have to agree? Uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> of course not. I, just, uh, I mean, I can't I can't uh, exactly say I do. I'll be damned! I would have thought that would have been your uh, your your thing. Anyway, uh, it's now time for this week's installment of... You know, it's not bad, you made Jackie mad, you better try and fix it before it gets bad. What's the matter, Jackie? Poor Jackie. Poor Jackie. <laughs> what is bothering you this That's week, great. Jackie? 
So, so I'm watching a movie the other day, Johnny. I'm watching Django Unchained. You seen it? I have not, not yet. Oh God, bitch, bitch! Your big, big, your good boy is gone. Um, so regardless of the fact that you have not seen that, so I'm sitting here watching this movie, and you know I have somebody you know over watching it with me, um, and no joke through this whole movie. Um, this person unnamed proceeds to kick at their chin and eat it in in my peripheral vision. Uh-huh. I don't know if you've ever tried to watch a movie while somebody was biting their nails or um, any nasty habits like that, but I will definitely say that picking at yourself and eating it is probably <laughs> one of the most offensive things you can do. Now, not only is it one of the most offensive things you can do, that's just in the privacy of your own home with yourself. But then to bring that out into public with other people while you're trying to watch a movie is just downright wrong. Can you explain one thing? Like if you, if it was nose picking or teeth picking, I could see what they, but what is there to eat off of your chin? I mean, I guess it was like dead skin, dead skin off the chin, something like that. Um, and and they were, this was a male, a male, um, and he simply would just kind of, you know, pick at the chin and then he'd put it in his mouth and then, you know, pick at the chin and put it in his mouth. And this movie, I don't know if you know, but it's, I think this movie is like three hours long, something like that. It's a very long movie. So to have wow. to sit there, I just, I, I cannot understand for the life of me what people think, um, how, how that's okay to sit there and eat yourself. And do. Don't forget, fans, and don't you pick your chin. Uh, you can catch me right here on smartmarkradio.com. So we'll see you, folks. Have a good night.